0: Welcome to the Bible Vault, where we unpack the jewels of God's Word. I'm Jason.
1: And I'm Katrina. And today we're continuing our series on who is Jesus by talking about Jesus as our mediator. So for this week's discussion, we're jumping over to the Old Testament for Job's experience with this aspect of Jesus. So before we get into the context of Job's story, I think it's important to know the general overview of the book of Job. So Job was a very pious and prosperous man who experienced a series of trials. Huge losses of property and possessions, the death of his children, and his own health issues. These trials come about due to a conversation between Satan and God, in which Satan becomes an agent towards testing Job's faith in God. Now, even though all his friends blame him for his trials, his own wife tells him to curse God, and of course, Job complains to God. Job still refuses to turn away from him. God eventually restores all things lost. So, let's back up a minute to get some context. When was Job written?
0: Job was actually written during the patriarchal period, so during either the late 3rd or early 2nd millennium BC. This would have put Job around the same time as Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or around 2,000 years before Christ was born.
1: But that's so far removed from Christ. What can we learn about Christ from a book that predates him by about 2,000 years?
0: There's quite a bit to learn from the way the book of Job plays out, actually, and it ties into our discussion of John 3 from a few podcasts ago. The first part deals with the legalism of the book in more ways than one. So Job, the book of Job, plays out much like a court case, with Job pleading his case of innocence and his so-called friends as accusers, and God as the judge. Jesus himself plays the role of mediator, which we'll actually dive deeper into in the Meaning podcast. But Job's friends also take on a very human perspective of God's justice or God's law, as it is possible they might have understood it before the Ten Commandments, which would have come during Moses' time, well after Abraham. The idea of... Their perspective of God's justice is that God punishes those who are guilty of bad things and rewards those who do good. It doesn't take into account what we read in the first part of the book of Job when Satan gets permission from God to test Job. The book also reveals just how much about God we do not understand, much like how when Je- much like when Jesus talked to Nicodemus in John 3. In the later chapters of the book of Job, God speaks to Job and his friends, answering their beliefs with a slew of questions. If I recall the quote correctly, I believe it was Max Lucado phrased it as God saying, you do not even know the ABCs of heaven, much less how to make a sentence.
1: Right. So that part in John 3 you mentioned pretty much mentions or pretty much says, if you don't understand earthly things, then how can you understand heavenly things? It sounds like we learn that Christ is the mediator between us and God, as God. But as God, Christ understands things that we don't. Right. So, why does God give Satan permission to test a man described as righteous?
0: This is one of those mysteries that I don't necessarily think we'll ever be able to comprehend, at least fully, but I do have a few ideas. The first idea that I have is that is the one that is frequently used to describe such trials that we're being tested. I don't see this as a test in the typical sense of understanding or seeing where we're at, but rather a means to get us to grow. I think when difficult situations arise, we have two choices. We can either fall away from God or grow closer to him. But after a test of faith, we never stay the same, which falls in line with the quote from the New Testament I'd, I'd not entirely sure which book it was in, but the quote that God will complete his good work within us. So the first idea that I have is essentially that God gives us trials to cause growth. The second idea is to continue to thwart the devil. We learn in this book that Satan must get permission to do bad things to us, which begs the question of why would a loving God allow bad things? But I think he uses Satan as a tool to remind us that he's in charge and that he has the final say. And finally, my third idea is that it demonstrates God's confidence in us, much like he does with Job. When something bad befalls the righteous, we can take comfort in knowing that he's confident that we won't turn away from him and that we'll use this as an opportunity to grow. My personal belief is that it's all three of these ideas and quite possibly many more. But like I said, I'm not sure we'll ever be able to fully comprehend it.
1: Yeah, I think the most interesting thing here from Job's experience is the fact that we learn just how well God knows us. Satan figured Job's faith was hollow, built only on the comfort and prosperity that God had provided him with, but God knew that that wasn't the case. He knew Job's heart, and he knew that this would only further his faith, though it would be incredibly difficult for him. And you know, it just reminds me of that conversation we had last night, where we were talking about the ways that God has really put us through the ringer, both individually and as a couple. I mean, for me... This last year and a half or so has been a huge growing experience. I left Mormonism, moved across the country by myself. I had a lot of financial hardships, and pretty much had to rebuild my life from scratch. Sometimes I wonder why God didn't put me into Christianity from birth, or why I couldn't just have a normal college experience instead of, you know, transferring schools and having to re figure out my entire grad plan. But then I'm reminded of the fact that God really knew that I needed to be where I am and who I am today. And the only way to get to that was through those experiences. And honestly, I've learned so much through all of these experiences that I don't think I would have if I'd had a smooth smooth ride.
0: Yeah, and I think that's important to keep in mind is that, you know, when you look back on things, it really starts to make sense. I mean, you know the saying, hindsight's 20-20. Yeah, but I think when you put it into a perspective of God's plan, you really see how every step we take, every decision that we've made along the way really does impact all of the things going on now. And it kind of gets me excited to see what's what's coming up, what what I'm going through now, how that's going to play out in the future.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree.
0: I think that that just about wraps it up for this episode. Next episode, we'll be going into the meaning behind Job's story, and we will talk more about Jesus as the mediator.
1: So, if you have any questions, comments, or an experience you'd like to share, please be sure to head over to our Instagram page at the Bible Vault Podcast and shoot us a message. We'd love to hear from you and feature your thoughts on one of our next episodes. And as always, please feel free to reach out at any time.
0: Thank you for joining us today on the Bible Vault. God bless, and we'll see you next time.